What's up, everybody? It's Be Dangerous back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. I know I've been gone for a little minute. But to make things easier on myself, I figured out how exactly I was going to cover the playoffs. I was going to cover the playoffs by round. Because this exhausts me to do all the games by game at once. Especially when you don't know how long the series is going to go. And if it's a tough series, you'll have to cover what happens in this game, that game. Like It's, it's too much. It's just too much. So instead of covering the games by game, I'll just go by round. That way I can get everything that I want to say out of the way. Everything can be covered at one time. And that way there won't be any type of, okay, I'm not paying attention because I don't give a fuck. I have to pay attention because I have to cover it. So we're going to get right into it. But before we do, I want to thank you guys so very much for continuing to support the Brown of Dangerous Sports Talk, listening to the shows, keeping the listens up. Like I love you guys so very much, and I thank you guys for your undying support. And it definitely does not go unnoticed, so I thank you for that. But let's just get right into it. <clears throat> the Miami and Philadelphia series. The Heat won that series. Four games to two. Now, it's not surprising because Miami, obviously, they are a championship contender, and they have been for the past couple of years, consistently, unlike other teams that shall remain nameless. And I already know that the Philadelphia fans are sick because this was not a part of the process. Their process is winning the championships or, or at the very least, making it to the finals. Having all the rigmarole around Ben Simmons, plus having James Harden come in that's supposed to be sort of a relief of all the drama that Ben Simmons caused over there. Seeing what happened to Philadelphia has to be nothing short of disheartening for them. Because I've heard nothing but trust the process, trust the process over and over again for the past 10 damn years. And it's to the point where you want the Philadelphia 76ers to win so they can just stop talking about the fucking process. Because when you have the player of of the caliber of a James Harden, you're going to feel some type of way. And then, of course, you have Joel Embiid being on the team for as long as he has. His only team has been the Philadelphia 76ers up to this point. And when you have a piece like that and he keeps losing, he's going to feel some type of way. So knowing that Philadelphia has to be able to keep the piece that they built the process around in the first place, keeping him there is going to be tough because there are going to be other teams that have absolutely no problem acquiring a big man the caliber of Joel Embiid. So what... Do you really do if you're Philadelphia? Get more pieces to build around the pieces that you have and James Harden and Joel Embiid? Or just try not to draft players that can't shoot. They suddenly get to the pros and suddenly they forget how to shoot or they can't stay healthy. Just keep the players that you have and get players that are going to be solid. But then again, you really can't predict what someone's career is going to be, even if you draft them number one. So overall, overall, Miami did what they were supposed to do. They won the series. They're going on to the conference finals. Now, 
we are going to the Warriors and Grizzlies series. Now, this was a series that I obviously seen the Warriors winning regardless of how Memphis was going to play. But Memphis earned my respect this season. If no other team earned my respect, they did. Because they came in with the mentality they were going to shake the league up around John Morant and the pieces that they have in Memphis. They have a lot of good up-and-coming players that are probably going to be stars, if not superstars, in the NBA. So they definitely showed every piece of heart that they had. But of course, Memphis. Of course, Golden State was too much. Steph doing Steph things. The Splash Brothers doing Splash Brothers things. Draymond Green being Draymond Green. The Cumbucket doing Cumbucket things. Like, that didn't come out right. But anyway, nonetheless, the Warriors did what they were supposed to do. Now they're getting back to the conference finals for the first time since 2019. And, like, what can you really say? Like, you, I've seen the Warriors win in this series, regardless of how Memphis was going to do. And I'm interested to see... I'm interested to see how it's going to play out in the final Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals. Now, the defending champions, the Milwaukee Bucks, are out of the playoffs. Well, got stomped out of the playoffs, actually, by the Boston Celtics. Anyone who knows me knows that I am not a Boston fan. But the only reason I would glance at a Boston game is because of fine-ass Jason Tatum. And he had 23 points with 6 rebounds and 8 assists. And his counterparts. Let's see here. Jalen Brown had 19 points. Marcus Smart had 11 points. Grant Williams had a... 27-point night. And Milwaukee, of course, Giannis had a double-double, 25-20 and 20 night. And Drew Holiday, who's still in the league, played 40 minutes, had 21 points. But Boston wants to make a statement that they are a team to be reckoned with in the NBA. And they went through the they went through the defending champions to do that. And they did what the Lakers could not. They drafted players, solid players, instead of going off on the hype of a Brandon Ingram. No shade to Brandon Ingram because he blossomed to, into a great player. If you didn't get caught up in the hype of small balls, you might have had a chance to draft Jason Tatum. And you wouldn't be sitting your asses at home right now trying to pick up the pieces of the season that you fucking lost. So, future Laker, my black ass. You should have drafted him when you had the fucking chance, but you didn't. So now, Boston is in the conference finals. Where they should be. And I actually respect the Celtics. Many Boston fans may not respect the fakers. Or players or people that rep two teams like I do. But you know what? I respect your team. In regards to how you feel about mine, it's always going to be fuck your feelings. But I do respect the grind that they took to get to where they are right now.
and having the the core players that you have, this is what great teams are made of. You build it from scratch. You don't go and buy certain players off of a damn clearance rack and expect to win a championship. Certain washed-up players who were once great in their prime, good elsewhere, but can't stay healthy or suddenly get injured when they've been durable all their damn career. So look, pretty much every team in the in the playoffs now was built and not fucking a super team. And that I can't respect. It takes me back to the old days of the NBA. Where players were drafted, they were built up to be superstars. And they wouldn't trade them away unless they absolutely had no choice but to. But overall, Boston's in the conference finals. Milwaukee is eliminated. We got that. And this is what actually shocked me. Well, I can't even say that, but... The Dallas Mavericks are going back to the conference finals for the first time since 2011. Turning the Phoenix Suns into Sunny Delight, 123-90. to In a game seven. Oh, Lord. You got Luka, 35-10 night. Hold on, I'm pulling up the stats right now. You had Brunson, 24 points. Then Whittle had 30 points. So Dallas definitely has the reigning MVP, the two-time MVP, I should say, in Luka. And I've said this before on different on, on, on the mic with Mike. Luka is definitely the heir apparent to what Dirk was in Dallas. So you have a two-time MVP on your on your team right now. Don't take them lightly. Because the mistake people made of taking Dallas lightly is the reason why they won against the 2011 Miami Heat. And people are still mad about that to this fucking day. So just knowing that they are a team that you can't turn your back on for too long because they will come... And knock the fuck out of you when you least fucking expect it. Especially against fans. Possibly. This Phoenix Suns team is the same damn Phoenix team that eliminated the Lakers from the playoffs two years in a row. The Lakers were in playoff contention until the Suns eliminated that chance of happening. The first round of the playoffs, the Lakers were the defending champions. The Suns, Sun burned them out of the playoffs. So the team that got their asses kicked by Dallas, this can't possibly be the same team that I'm watching right now. Not Mr. State Farm. Absolutely not. But Chris Paul is like Chicago from Poetic Justice. You can't finish, then ask for a couple of minutes to get yourself together. You are, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the best point guards to ever play the game. However, when you are 0-6 in Game 7s, 
that says a lot about who you are as a player. Because Chris Paul can do anything on the offensive side. But where's the D? Like, literally, where is the D? Like, that's something that's never been a strong suit in his game. And before long, when you get to a certain point in your career where you're doing all these amazing things, you're going to want to start winning. And Chris Paul is not satisfied with just one finals appearance. These Game 7 losses have been haunting him since 2008. So, his time is kind of running out. And I don't know how much longer he's going to play for it, because Chris Paul has been around for a little minute now. And granted, he was never one of the one of my favorite players to play, but I'm like, he was always there. I always respected his game. I always respected his grind. But after a while, you have to really look at yourself as a player and be like, I have to do something to change this. Otherwise, I'm going to be ringless for the rest of my damn career. And granted, there's nothing wrong with having no championship rings at the end of your career. Some of the greatest players in the world, or greatest legends in the world, have had no rings. But bro, you have to do some evaluating because this is not good. Not on you. But with all that being said, the conference finals start tomorrow. And we got Boston versus Miami. And in the Western Conference, we got Dallas and the Warriors. Now, I don't really do who do I have in this series and that series for real, for real, because I like to just go in and just see where it takes us. West on the eastern side. That's all I ask. And it's 15 minutes already I've been talking about this. But I want to finish things off, of course, with something I seen earlier. Russell Westbrook is going to stay with the Lakers. And I only have one question. Why is that? I'll tell you why. He is back home. Russell is from California, went to school at UCLA. I'm sure that he feels like this year was a fluke. After all the bricks that I watched you lay, all the anti-defense I watched you play, 
and all the dresses that I've seen you wear throughout this season, if you get a second run at being a Laker, you better do every fucking thing that you possibly can to make up for the shit show that you showed us this year. Because after everything I've seen, you can't honestly tell me that that was the best that you had. You had more bad games than you had good games this season. You had maybe one game winner this season. But this Russell Westbrook was not the Russell Westbrook that I'm used to seeing in OKC, Houston. Where was he at before? Hell, even Washington. That was not the Westbrook that I'm accustomed to seeing. So all I have to tell you, sis Russell Westbrook, Either get your shit together or be prepared to be shipped out of here like they're about to do the LaCroix. And on that note, I'm going to get my ass out of here. For those of you guys who continue to support the page and the podcast, I love you guys and thank you guys so very much. Keep running up the listens on Dangerous Sports Talk. Also, please follow Dangerous Sports Talk on... Wait, really? Ooh, I just had a brain fart. Please follow Dangerous Sports Talk, the page on Facebook. Also follow me, BB Dangerous, on Instagram and Twitter. And on that note, I am out of here. Peace.